0: The Los Angeles Lakers will look to assemble a new roster this offseason after a failed previous season. There most likely will be many new faces, and many of those players may end up being clutch sports clients. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, listen, obviously You know, the Lakers and Clutch Sports have had their disagreements reportedly over the last few months after such a disastrous season. There's been some turmoil. But this offseason, Clutch Sports actually has quite a few uh, free agents that the Lakers may really have our eyes on.
1: Yeah, Hannah, as long as LeBron James remains on the Lakers, it's fair to say the clutch sports, uh, regardless of some you know hurt feelings with the Lakers this past year, they're going to want to do whatever they can to help LeBron James become a winner again. And if there are clutch sports clients they can direct to the Lakers, you can be assured they're going to try.
0: Well, and here's the thing. If we end up keeping Russell Westbrook, obviously we don't have a lot of money on our books to spend, so it really is going to come in handy uh, with clutch Towards helping us out with some of their their free agents maybe taking a little bit of a pay cut to come and play for the purple and gold and help lebron james win a championship now obviously we right now have a list of eight players there are two players who are at the top of the list we're gonna save them for the end because those are the players that obviously we're gonna have way more to talk about but i do want to jump into this list right now dad starting with tristan thompson Tristan Thompson, obviously, is center, bounced around from teams, kind of been in and out of the league the last few years. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but the Lakers would need to add another center this offseason, especially if we don't re-sign Dwight Howard. We would really only have Anthony Davis as our big, and I would like to have another big on this team, especially because, as we all know, AD is very injury-prone, and regardless, I don't want him playing too too many minutes at the center to try to, you know, not have him get us injured. So what do you think about Tristan Thompson?
1: Hannah, uh, you know, I think a lot of people will hate this idea. I'm not as passionate about it as that. He is very good friends with LeBron James, and I wouldn't want to rely on Tristan Thompson as my starting center. I hope to do better than that this next season. But, you know, if Anthony Davis is going to primarily play center, uh, you know, having Tristan Thompson come off the bench, just assuming he would take the veterans minimum, which is, of course, what the Lakers are going to be looking for for most free agents— Uh, you know, it's a possibility. I'm not excited about it. I'm not as horrified by it as some Laker fans might be, but we'll just have to wait and see.
0: I personally would much rather just re-sign Dwight Howard, but, you know, Tristan Thompson, like you said, I forgot to mention, actually, got a very good friend of LeBron James. So it is a possibility. I'm sure he would come and play for the veterans minimum in a heartbeat. So that is an option. I agree. Not really high on that one, though. But another player a lot of people may be excited about is Nurkic. Now, he's obviously a center as well. Now, I will say, Obviously really good player, but... One thing you've got to consider about him, he does get hurt a lot. And after a season where the Lakers suffered from so many injuries, I kind of want to go out and get free agents that have more, uh, you know, are notoriously known for being able to stay healthy. Obviously, you can never, you know, fully count on a player being healthy, but especially one when they're kind of notoriously known for getting injured a lot, it makes me a little nervous.
1: Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about this one, Hannah. He is an outstanding player when he's healthy. I mean, he's a guy, if he's healthy... Who would be, you know, an excellent addition to the Lakers and something beyond what I think most people think they could ordinarily get. But as you said, a uh, very injury-prone guy. I mean, this is a guy, though, you know, who's going to score double figures. He's going to get double-figure rebounds, uh, shoot a high percentage. I think he. Can, my recollection is he can shoot from the outside a little bit. This is a really, really good player. But again, unfortunately, Hannah has a trouble staying healthy.
0: Another player on this list we have is Lonnie Walker. Uh, He can play shooting guard or small forward. Now, Dad, listen, here's the thing about Lonnie Walker. He he shot absolutely terrible last season. He only 40% from the floor overall, 31% from three. Obviously, the Lakers need to go out this this offseason. They've got to get some shooters, and Lonnie Walker is not really necessarily a good shooter, to put it mildly
1: yeah, and I this is a guy, uh, the first of two San Antonio Spurs we're going to be talking about. But this is a guy who, you know, some people seem to feel have a lot of potential and and, you know, in the right environment, might turn out to be a good player. But I I think he's too big a risk for the Lakers right now. His shooting statistics, as you said, were really poor last year. And, you know, regardless of what his potential may be, I I think the Lakers need a little bit more positivity, a little bit more that they can, you know, wrap their arms around before they're going to take a risk like this one.
0: No, I definitely agree. And a player who I actually think could be a nice fit is Keldon Johnson. He's a forward. As we all know, the Lakers could use more forwards they were very very thin at that position but you know he shot 40 percent from three-point range that's a really good percentage from three-point range obviously we consider anyone who shoots you know 35 percent or above a pretty good three-point shooter he's also only 22 the lakers need to get younger He's a guy that we could potentially have, good three-point shooter, and also you could think about maybe adding him in as a piece for our future.
1: Yeah, Hannah, this is a guy, uh, if he's available, I would look at seriously. Again, I'm not saying they would jump for him, but he's a guy worthy of consideration for a variety of reasons. As you said, scored average 17 points a game last year, uh, shot a high percentage from the field, and uh, close to 40% from three-point range. Uh, you know, he's only 22 years old, so, you know, the Lakers who are desperately trying to get a little bit youth on their side. This seems to be a guy who may be worth a shot. He's shown enough in a short, you know, NBA stint so far, you know, to suggest that this guy might have a good future in the league and he might be a good shooter.
0: Yeah, out of all the players that we've talked about so far, he's definitely the one that excites me the most. Um, and I think, you know, when you're looking at his stats, I think he's the one that maybe makes the most sense for the Lakers. Dad, another player, though, who we have on this list of Clutch Sports clients is Terrence Ross, another forward. Uh, There's been a lot of rumors that he has been potentially uh, eyed by the Lakers as joining next season. What do you think about the addition of potentially adding uh, Terrence Ross?
1: Yeah, uh, media and Laker fans have been talking about Terrence Ross to the Lakers for a few years now, actually. You know, uh, this is a guy who I think has had a pretty good career. He's considered a pretty good shooter. Uh, he mostly comes off the bench, I believe. Uh, never has quite gotten to the level that some people thought he might get to in his career, but still a pretty solid guy. I mean, uh, it, it wouldn't hurt having him uh, as a guy. You know, he again, he, he does have the potential for being a good shooter. So again, I'm not going to, you know, be overly excited about it, but Terrence Ross might be a solid addition if the Lakers are really hamstrung financially, and he's willing to take the veteran's minimum.
0: Yeah, I definitely think, you know, coming off the bench, he could be a nice fit. Doesn't really excite me at all, but, you know, still nice little fit. You could have him kind of coming off as, like, maybe the anywhere from, you know, the ninth to 12th, 13th guy option. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't hate it, um, especially if he's able to take the veteran's minimum. Now, Our final guy before we get to our our two bigger names here, Cam Reddish, another forward. That a lot of these players are forwards, which is good because, as we all know, the Lakers were very, very thin at that position. But Cam Reddish, what do you think about him?
1: Well, Hannah, uh, this is a very controversial name. Uh, You know, he got dealt to the Knicks midseason last year. But for some reason, Tom Thibodeau did not like him at all and barely played him when he got to the Knicks. Again, when you think of Cam Reddish, you think of a guy who was thought to have a world of potential and talent coming out of college. You know, people really predicted that he was going to be a star, uh, and it just hasn't happened for him so far. Uh, you know, and and some people still feel he's got it in him, you know, that he could all of a sudden put it together and become, you know, the really really good player that a lot of people predicted he would, but it just hasn't happened so far. This is a risky signing if they do it. It's kind of a high reward uh, possibility, but most likely, again, he he's really kicked around so far in his career, in his young career. It, it, there's just not a lot to say. He's going to suddenly find magic, but some people feel that he might.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, playing for the right team has a big a big uh, role in how a player plays. And you know, I think personally, for me, and I think if I'm thinking, you know, for the Lakers at this point, we all know they're in kind of win now mode. Maybe if this was the Lakers a few years ago, and we had younger players, we are more about developing those young players. I think they would have been maybe all for it. But I think now they're going to want to look to get kind of like a similar team like we had last season, players that are already kind of established. You kind of know what you're going to get with them. So I don't know if necessarily if they're going to be really into taking a risk this offseason. So that's kind of where I think they may be uh, shying away from Cam Reddish. But I want to move on. Our two top players here, uh, Dad, first we have Colin Sexton, point guard. Obviously, we could use another point guard regardless if we keep, you know, Russell Westbrook or not. The only big knock about him is obviously he's a really good player, but he was hurt for a lot this season.
1: Yeah, now Colin Sexton is a very interesting – Colin Sexton is a guy the Lakers need to take a look at if he's available, Hannah. Uh, This was a rising young star until this past season. Uh, The year before, he averaged 24.3 points per game. I think the year before that, he averaged almost 21 points the game. And he seemed to be like a rising star in the league. He was definitely the star of the Cleveland Cavaliers, who were a team thought to be somewhat on the rise. But unfortunately, he was injured this last year and missed most of the season. And in his absence, Darius Garland, you know, who the Lakers could have had with the fourth pick before they traded it for AD uh, a couple of years ago. Darius Garland became an absolute star this year when Colin Sexton left and became an all-star, actually. And now everybody in Cleveland is in love with Darius Garland. There were some rumors that uh, Colin Sexton was maybe not the favorite uh, of the players in the locker room. But still, he's a young prospect. You know, again, assuming they, you know he's cleared medically and his physical condition is okay, they have to, of course, check that out. This is a young guy with a lot of promise, Hannah.
0: Yeah, here's the thing about Colin Sexton. He's obviously a little bit more leaning towards that high risk, but really, really high reward if it pays off. You know, Daddy mentioned this past season, obviously injured a ton. Uh, When he did play, didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three-point range in particular, uh, only 24%. But the year prior, where he really, he averaged 24 points the year prior, he shot 37% from three. And like you said, Daddy's a young player. And you got to, of course, look at him make sure he's going to be able to stay healthy because, of course, I want to have players that are you know, notoriously known for staying healthy. I always worry about the injuries. But at the end of the day, this may be a higher risk, but this is one of those risks that if it pays off, it could really pay off, not just for this season but for the Lakers' future.
1: Yeah, Hannah, I'm trying to figure out how they would get Darius Garland. I mean, they're certainly not going to get him for a veterans minimum. There's not a chance of that. You know, but who knows? You know, they might be able to free up some cap space somehow this year. They do have one mid-level exception, and you know, it kind of just depends on on you know Darius, uh, on on Colin Sexton, and where he is in his career, what his thought process is right now, coming back from injury. But I recollect he really wanted to play for the Lakers at one point.
0: Well, and that's also where uh, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports come in, because obviously they could be telling him, you know, listen, you had a, a year where you were really struck by the injury bug. Go and play for the Lakers. Take a pay cut play on the biggest stage of basketball, play with LeBron James, learn from him, potentially win a championship. You know, I think it would be pretty easy to convince him to take that pay cut to play for the Lakers. But again, it's just going to have to be at the Lakers. Uh, Are they willing to take that kind of big risk on him? He's still a young guy,
1: Hannah, isn't he? I mean, I think he's more than 23, 24 years old, something like that. So uh, he's only been in the league, I think, three or four years. So. You know, I I think he's got a lot of upside potential and, uh, you know, I think the Lakers have to take a serious look at him if he checks out uh, health-wise.
0: I completely agree now. Dad, moving on to our number one player. I know a lot of Laker fans would absolutely love to have this guy, but is it even – an option, Zach Levine. Dad, I've been really high on Zach Levine, really since the start of his career. He's obviously a really good shooter. You know, this past season averaged 24 points, uh, 4.6 rebounds, 4.5 assists. We have seen him absolutely just tear the Lakers out up uh, when we've played against him Uh, this past season averaged 39 percent from three-point range uh, just under 48 percent from the floor overall I mean obviously if we were able to get Zach Levine it would be absolutely amazing but dad is this even a realistic possibility
1: well, Hannah, there's been a lot of chatter about Zach Levine to the Lakers over the last couple of months, uh, you know, from fans and even a little bit of media. I, I don't know how they can do it. I mean, obviously, Zach Levine is a star, if not a superstar. He's certainly on the verge of being a superstar. He's had some monster scoring games the last couple of years. He had to share the burden a little bit with DeMar DeRozan this year, but they two, the two still fit together. I still find it hard to believe that when, at the end of the day, Chicago's going to let him go. Uh, you know, he's still a pretty young guy and, uh, you know, obviously I don't know where the Lakers would get the money. They're going to have to, you know, really clear some cap space. I think, I think, uh, you know, it, to me, it's probably pie in the sky, Hannah, but obviously if there's any way to do it, Zach Levine is the kind of guy you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe it would have to involve a trade that involves Russell Westbrook. Obviously I think we'd have to get multiple teams involved in there, but I mean, dad, listen, like you said, Zach Levine's a great player. Maybe a little bit of pie in the sky, as you like to say. I've never heard that reference before. Um, but end of the day, if the Lakers can do it, I think they absolutely should try everything in their power to get Zach Levine. I think he's the exact kind of player that we need. We need some young some young guys in there. Shooting guard, obviously. Uh, a really exciting, fun player to watch. So I know a lot of you guys listening, that would obviously be your first choice. But it is a little bit of a harder guy to go out and get but he's definitely number one on this list but laker fam i want to hear from you out of all of these eight players that we just listed again these are all just eight clutch sports clients let me know who would be your first choice you can tweet me my twitter is at hannah underscore kulik and of course you can also message me on instagram at hannah rose kulik until next time thank you guys so much for listening laker hannah and laker dad are out bye everyone